0: Thinky, thirsty, and over 30. Welcome to Afternoon Army, a safe place for grown armies to dish and discover BTS. We are four ladies who just wanted to know their names and now can explain the meaning of Lachimolala. New to Army? No problem. Come along as we explore all the important businesses that Bangtan throws our way. Join us on the last Tuesday of every month as we hop in the clown car and drive to the circus. And stay tuned for shorter, snack-sized episodes between hosts and various correspondents. Because one thing we know is that content, well, it just keeps on coming.
1: Hey, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special joint
2: broadcast of Afternoon Delight and Afternoon Army. This is a very special snack coming to you from Amy from Afternoon Delight and Tanya from Afternoon Army. And we are together at my house in the suburbs of Chicago because what happened this week? Something very special
1: happened, which is that we got to see the rose last night at a Lollapalooza after show, and it was something very, very special and magical. And in case anyone's wondering, Lollapalooza is a major music festival in the United States and around the world. It goes all around the world now. The Rose has been playing the Lollapalooza circuit for months and months and months now. And they're finally played Chicago the previous night. And then last night they did what's called an after show, which is an intimate little
2: gig uh, late at night after the festival is over. And again, it was magical. Yes. And it was at giving a shout out to the Vic Theater in Chicago, which is where we saw it in a, like Tanya said, a lovely little intimate show of like maybe, you know, a 1, thousand, 1500 yeah. people, um, all general admission show. And it was, yeah, I, we're still processing. We're, mm-hmm. we're still processing. So let's first, why don't we start with talking about how we spent our day leading up to the <laughs> show? Because it was a, it was a great day all around. We needed to keep ourselves busy because. The show did not start until 11, and we didn't know until we got there that the show actually didn't start until 12 because they had an opening act, which was great, but we we had a long day.
1: It was a long day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to go
1: on a little exploration, and just, you know, Chicago is such a great city with so many... Shops and restaurants and experiences you can have uh, from people bringing their cultures here from all over the world. And so being longtime now aficionados of K-dramas and music from Korea, we wanted to try some things that we just haven't had a chance to try before. Certain, you know, foods And, you know, K-pop shopping uh, at new places
2: and things like that. So we went on a little exploration of the Chicago suburbs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're, like, really excited for what we found in the suburbs because we had heard about, I had heard about, and then Tanya was talking about it too, a K-pop store in the city called K-pop Nara. And we were going to try and go to K-pop Nara before the show at the Vic. The problem was parking in the city this weekend because of Lollapalooza happening, parking rates were... Skyrocketing. And so I had found a spot on Spot Hero for us for the concert. But it was very limited what time I could enter the garage. And we couldn't enter the garage until 9 p.m. So trying to find a place to park in the city and go to the shop in the city and not have to spend like 100 bucks for parking. So long story short is we're like, let's see if there's any K-pop shops in the suburbs. And we found this little adorable place in Mundelein called K-pop Star. And anybody who's in the Chicago area, please, please go and visit K-pop Star because it was fantastic. Especially if you are into...
1: Uh, BTS of course and you're but especially into Tiny Tan they had the biggest selection of Tiny Tan merch that I have ever seen a whole entire wall of it I've never seen that much before they had everything
2: yeah so much stuff it was super super fun and the owner of the store super lovely Mm -hmm. if you bought an album you got a free photo card so Tanya had to twist my arm (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to buy my first time ever buying a one song CD (laughs) (laughs) Um, I bought uh, Jin's the astronaut, but like the photo book and the photo cards inside, like it was worth every penny of the $26 that I spent. And then I also got a free photo card um, from the actual merch at the store. So it was Fantastic. And then we got some little fun goodies. Like I got a little RJ to put on my dashboard and an RJ pen. (laughs) Cute. I got a little RJ keychain. Or no, a Koya keychain for my
1: mom. You know,
2: fun little things like that. It's a great little store. Super, super fun. And then I listened to the astronaut over and over again, you know, Mm. a few times before we went back to the bros. Um, So that was stop number one. Yes, and then uh, we went to get some bubble tea after
1: that because Amy hadn't had a chance to try bubble tea yet. I'd
2: never had bubble tea before, and we found a shop right around the corner from K-Pop Star. And I'm really, really sorry. I forgot the name of the – did we take a picture of it? It was called uh, Bubble Tea Lab. Okay, there we go. Bubble mm-hmm. Tea Lab, also in either Mundelein or Libertyville. So giving a shout out to them because they were right around the corner from K-Pop Star. And I had a brown sugar bubble tea with uh, – with boba, and it was the most delicious thing I'd ever tasted. And Tanya, Tanya's like, you don't have to finish it because they were big. They're big and very sweet. Yeah, big and I, very we forgot sweet. About and like lowering the sugar. Yeah. Ten minutes later, as we're driving to our next destination, I held up my cup that's like almost empty. I'm like, don't finish it. You say <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I had
1: a Thai tea with uh, coconut milk. Oh, lovely. So yeah, good. So so good. So good. That got us
2: uh, caffeinated and ready to go for the rest of the evening. Yeah. So then. We were driving, we were heading towards, I'm giving you just like a total zigzagging tour of the Chicago suburbs. <laughs> so we were heading to um, Schaumburg because according to my maps, mm-hmm. both of our maps on both of our phones, there is an H Mart in Schaumburg and Schaumburg is like kind of on the way to the city. Mondelein is not. So we were heading back towards the city and making our way slowly there. And we drove all the way to the H Mart and as we're driving to H Mart, we pass um there's a big sign saying Jungbu Market coming soon. So there's another market coming in Schomburg soon. Oh, also there is a K-pop Nara coming to Streets of Woodfield in Schomburg. So we already knew that Schaumburg had some stuff coming soon. So K-pop Nara was coming soon, and then we drove past a Jungbu market coming soon. But we are heading to Hmart. As we get to the parking lot, what do we find out about Hmart? <laughs> It's still nascent. It's
1: coming soon. <laughs> it's an apple in someone's eye. <laughs> it's a, By the way, it's a huge um, Asian grocery market in case anybody's not familiar with H Mart if, if you don't have it in your area.
2: Yes, which is what Jungbu Market is as well. Yes. So we were like, well, shit. <laughs> exactly. We what do we way. do now? Also, we had finished our bubble teas and it took us 30 minutes to get from Mundelein to Schomburg, and we had to pee yes we did (laughs) so we were like all right we got to find somewhere else because you know when you have your heart set on you're gonna do this thing and then you don't get to do that thing but you need to do that thing you're gonna make it happen so we're like where is there another h-mart or something on the way to the city and we found a jungbu market in glenview so again another twisting tour of the chicago suburbs and so we (laughs) drove from schomburg to Glenview, which did involve an unexpected roundabout in the Chicago suburbs. <laughs> this is an unusual thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. We don't have many roundabouts around here. So that was really weird. And I've been on that roundabout, but it's been years because I'm rarely ever driving in that direction.
1: You're trying to hastily remember your roundabout
2: driving rules. <laughs> yes, seriously. And I did have to change lanes really quickly in like in the middle of the roundabout. So there was that. So we found a Jungbu market in Glenview, which was very like A very big, lovely surprise because it wasn't just the Jungbu market, but it was like two whole sort of strip malls Mm -hmm. of all like Asian stores. Yeah.
1: Mostly Korean. Yeah. Yeah, uh
2: So that was really exciting. There was even a Kim Sun Young hair salon. That's what it was called. Kim Sun Young (laughs) hair salon. Our favorite. One of our favorite actresses. My favorite. (laughs) I don't know if the person who owns its name is like also Kim Sun Young. Like that would be amazing. Like we didn't make it over there because that was across the street. But yeah, we went to Jungbu market. And had some more fun. Yeah, yeah, it was great. And,
1: oh, they had a couple of, like, they had a franchise you see a lot in K-dramas, which was Paris Baguette. We stuffed ourselves before that, so we didn't make it in there. But, yeah,
2: yeah they had some fun things to explore. Yeah, we bought some candy, some treats for the car. We bought mm-hmm. some high-chews and some Capico and Yeah, and my favorite, um,
1: I forget the brand name, but they're Jeju Orange... Like Our hard candies,
2: candies, and she so bought delicious. me a bag, and they're so good. They're yeah, so those good. and the copycat are, like, my new obsessions now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, So we did that, but we had read that there was, like, food at Jungbu, and we didn't see it. So we came out of the market and then saw that there was a sign that said food court. And it was kind of like the, just this random door
1: yeah, yeah, that you
2: walk in. But then there are stairs that go up to this really just a two, two-stop two shop food court um, but there was plenty yeah. offered there. And we, um, our eyes were a little bit bigger than our stomachs. So <laughs> yeah, <just a> <laughs> I think because we, we, there were so many things we had wanted to try for
1: years. Yes. And hadn't, just hadn't had the chance. And so we were encouraging each other to try things. So yeah, we, we got a little, I went a little overboard. <laughs> so I, I ordered the fish cutlet, mm-hmm. which was
2: beyond delicious.
1: Yes. And I got bibimbap vegetable, which I had had at other places, but I have to say theirs was incredibly fresh. And delicious. Yes. Um, so that was really nice to try. Uh, lots and, uh, of veggies, very healthy. Yes.
2: It looked really good. And I was hemming and hawing between the fish cutlet and the black bean noodles because in every drama and every time you're watching a, a live with one of the BTS members, somebody's eating <laughs> black bean noodles. Yeah. So we're like, so Tanya's like, do you want me to get one and we'll share it? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Like I was flustered because right, right. there's so much on the menu and our orders come up and it is, the giantest of giant bowls. Of it was like a noodles. bowling ball. It was so <laughs> heavy. <laughs> and it was the weather. It's very hot. It's the middle of summer
1: as we're recording this or late summer. It's hot. It's humid. And it was a big, heavy meal. Yeah. So we enjoyed tasting it. We didn't get to finish it. Um, because we also had full
2: meals ourselves. Yes, we, we had, had to it like, go back to the there. There was nothing <laughs> left on my fish cutlet plate. And like, I have a picture, like we'll share, I have a picture of everything out. We'll, we'll post that yeah. um, on both of our, our Instagrams. But this fish cutlet was huge. It was a breaded fish cutlet, and it was just delicious. Like, I'm still thinking about it. it I want to eat so it again. It so light and flaky. Their food is great if you have
1: one of these markets in your area. I don't know if it's just a Chicago chain or what, but it was very nice and fresh. And uh, the black bean noodles, jajangmyeon uh like which again you will see see it in K dramas all the time and you see uh BTS members like like Amy said eating it all the time. Uh is delicious. And if you have been so we're speaking to other Korean food newbies here, if you have been avoiding trying Korean food because you're worried about spiciness, if that's something that you can't tolerate well, Ask if it's spicy, but the one we had was absolutely 100% mild. mild. No there was spice no at all. No heat yeah. at all. No heat. So you, that's a dish you could try and enjoy, and it was very tasty and mellow and um, just easy to eat uh, with nice big, thick, uh, chewy
2: noodles. So, okay, so that was our day. Let's get to the night. So we get to the city and we kind of screw around a little bit, like waiting to get into the parking yeah, garage. We had, to, we had to kill a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah. not too much. Which we basically did, like, going somewhere to pee. And then we got into the parking garage, which was a feat in and of itself, because these parking spots are really tight, and I swear (laughs) I'm not as bad of a parker as I was last night, but I had to keep backing up and and getting in between the lines. And then we finally made it to the Vic, and we got in line, and if you have been to a K-pop show before, you know what the lines are like, that people don't just show up, you know, at the time of the show. But... We got there at nine o'clock. The doors are supposed to open at 10, and the line was around two blocks,
0: like yeah. after around two blocks. Yeah.
1: I was, I was a little concerned, just not, not about being at the back because it's such a small venue. We knew it would be great, but just that we wouldn't make it in before the show started. <laughs> yes.
2: So that was a big thing because they weren't opening the doors until 10, and we thought The Rose was going on with no opening act. So we thought they were going on at 11. We're like, we're going to miss the beginning of the show. And, Like, shout out to the people who work at the Vic. They opened the doors early. They got us all in. With plenty of time, like more than 30 minutes before yeah. anybody took the stage, and it was fantastic. And they,
1: they even came along the entire length of the line that was wrapping around blocks, like you said, with a garbage bag to make sure that everybody could throw their stuff out and not um, leave any litter in the neighborhood. So they yeah. did a wonderful job. They were
2: super great. Got us through like checking our bags and security and stuff like that. If you ever go to a show at the Vic, you're, you can have a bag. It just needs to be 12 by 12 or smaller, which mm-hmm. is a really nice size bag, and it doesn't have to be clear, so... Just heads up for that. But yeah, we got in. And we're like, holy shit, no matter where you stand, it's absolutely fantastic. Like, oh, talk about the people who we're standing with in line,
1: too. Oh, yes. This is the second time this has happened to me. We, we got in line at the very end of this long, long queue, and we're standing there chatting with the woman in front of us, and suddenly I looked at her and I said because I had been at the festival performance of uh, for the Rose the previous night at the actual Lollapalooza Music Festival in Grant Park. And I looked at her and I said, weren't we standing next to each other last night? <laughs> and she said, because we both looked completely different and it was, you know, we could actually see each other. And she was like, oh yeah. <laughs> and so we, we, it was really fun. So we got to connect again. And that's happened to me before. In fact, when I saw the Rose in Dallas in the spring, um, I ended up we I was I started queuing up at like 6 a.m and was talking to these people all day that were so nice and we ended up keeping in touch I think or following each other on Instagram later and it turned out we didn't realize it until the end of the day that there were both from the same town in Kansas
2: oh my gosh that's...
1: so actually one of the women has become a friend of mine we, I we love meet up. That. we meet up for bubble tea <gasps> and she's been to my house and she's lovely
2: shout out to Maggie. <laughs> So, I love that so much. Isn't that great? Speaking yeah. of bubble tea, you're just making me go back and think for a second. So speaking of things like that I haven't tried before, I'm still like, I, I feel like a, a tiny baby K-pop fan. And I, you know, I'm, I'm full army net by now, and I'm so in love with BTS, but the rose is new to me. And when Tanya said, you know, they're going to be at Lala and they're doing this post Lala show and the tickets are so cheap. Like I have got the pre sale code. If I come in town, would you go with me? I'm like, um, Absolutely. Yeah, She's yeah, like, they yeah. go on at 11. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, absolutely. But that, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, you know, The Rose was new to me. And, of course, I started listening to them, you know, in, in preparation for the show and loved everything. And we'll get to how I feel after seeing them <laughs> soon. But, you know, The Rose was new to me. Bubble Tea was new to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love having an adventurous friend. I know. To go try Bubble with. Tea was new to me. Um <laughs> Fish cutlet from a Korean, you know, food stand was new to me. It was, I mean, <laughs> Black bean Noodles new to me. It was all... It should have been sensory overload, but it wasn't. It was all the best of the best. So it was Mm -hmm. fantastic. K-pop is more fun
1: with friends. It it really (laughs) is. And it's,
2: you know, the problem Mm -hmm. is, is that I'm getting sucked in more and more. Mm -hmm. And I don't have time for all the content. I mean, we got Mm -hmm. home. We got home close to three in the morning last night. And I was so, so sleepy. And then, of course, I, you know, wash up, get ready for bed. And all I'm doing is, like, deep diving everything in the rows um, on my phone. So,
1: yeah, they are my only other major stand. I love lots of groups and yeah. I listen to lots and lots of artists from Korea and elsewhere. But they are my only other major hard stand other than BTS because it is so emotionally consuming and time consuming. Yes.
2: It is. Like I don't understand, yeah. you know, we were talking about this yesterday, like A lot of us try to consume content while we're doing other things like at our day jobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's very hard for me in the job that I have because I sit in an open cubicle. Um, And I also need to, I I create stuff online. I, I do some learning content creation and there's narration that goes with it. So I need to always be listening. So I can't have other stuff going on in the background, which makes it really hard. So, yeah, there's a lot of content that I want to dive. So, anyway, getting mm-hmm. back to what happened at the Vic. So, yes. 11 o'clock, immediately, the house lights go off. And we're like, oh, my gosh, they're starting right on time. Another thing I love about K-pop shows, they always start on time. You and they end, and there's no encor- there's no encore, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about missing something. Like, the house lights go up, and you leave, right? Yeah, if the lights – yeah, because cause often the shows will have encores,
1: but the – but yeah, once once, once the, the lights, lights go, on, go up, yeah. exactly, you know, you know, you're, it's okay to go. So,
2: <laughs> lights go down, and uh, these two people get on the stage that are very clearly
1: not, <laughs> not the rose. rose.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and there was still a, like a um, a tarp or a blanket over the drum set and everything. Yes. So we were wondering, what yes. Is that? So
2: just one guy playing guitar and one uh, girl, yes. singing, singing. And she was very good, and we had no idea who she was until the end where she introduced herself. It was Isabel LaRosa, um, and you'll know her if you Google her because she had a song that went viral on TikTok. Um, and she was fantastic and adorable and sweet and only 18. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe how young she was. Yes. She's really lovely. Yeah. And... I, Tanya, like you, you brought this up. So I want you to speak to like what it was like, like the crowd reception. Yeah.
1: Because, you know, I, I'm an older fan. I've been going to gigs since the 80s. And I have been to many, many shows. (laughs) and you often opening acts get a very poor reception boredom at best yes you know um sometimes you'll have a few people at the front who are into it and then people are just kind of like okay get on with it which is sad i mean it shouldn't be like that but unfortunately right. at least in the united states there is that kind of an attitude uh often and um but this is a different kind of crowd, and this is one of the reasons I love um, K-pop fans, is that they were like, they saw that young woman up there performing her heart out, and, and it turned out to be her brother, who is yes. the guitarist, performing his heart out, and they the crowd gave them everything. Yep. Everybody was there to see the Rose. You don't expect an opening act in a K-pop show. It just usually doesn't happen so it, it could have been a situation where the crowd would have gone sour or indifferent, but they put everything into it. They cheered and she actually shed tears at yeah. the end
2: and said it was the best crowd she had ever had. She couldn't believe it. She kept even after like every song and she would get applause. She would like palm to chest. Like she couldn't yeah. believe that we were reacting like that. And it was just yeah. such like such a joyful place to be and mm-hmm. to see that the energy, like the, yeah, the energy of a K-pop crowd is the best thing ever. It was
1: the best. It was a really lovely, lovely crowd. So
2: yeah. So shout out Black Roses. You're the best. But what that meant was the rose did not go out until <laughs> midnight. Midnight. <laughs> yes. And my parking spot ended at three. So i was crossing my fingers <laughs> that we were gonna make it out without me having to pay extra for parking. Um which we absolutely did. But yeah, midnight and we were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe <laughs> <laughs> here we are here we are yeah. uh, but we were so excited i did, I yes. actually didn't feel my body was tired but i yes. was mentally so excited yes, that yes. I no i was sleepy. not like sleepy or anything yeah. at all and we even had a little drink when we first got there yeah. um and it was still okay so the rose comes out and one of the first things that they do is woosung asks the audience how many of you were at lala
1: mm-hmm. last night
2: and a lot of people were.
1: Yeah, there was a pretty good roar. So I think most of the crowd was probably there the night before.
2: So what did he say then after so, that?
1: So he said, we kind of thought that would happen. And so we decided to do something a little special tonight. And my heart just leapt because my big dream for this show and the reason why we wanted to come to this show, it was not just to see them, be- but because we thought that there was a good chance that it was going to be something unique and special, that they would feel maybe a little more free to just kind of do whatever, because it's a small crowd and it's not part of an official tour. It's not part of an official, you know, daytime festival, or actually nighttime. They got to do a nighttime performance at Lala. So yeah. So he said, we're not going to have a set list. We're going to take audience requests. And this was something that really broke my heart open. He said, we're celebrating our sixth anniversary. Lots of paraphrasing here. And so as the Rose at least, because they had been together before that under another name, but the sixth anniversary is the Rose. And when we first started out, ha and Jae-Hyung used to do a lot more vocals. And so we want to... Um, bring that back tonight and basically give them a chance to showcase some of their beautiful vocals. And so that was
2: something really, really special that we may not get to see very often. It was just a celebration of all of them. And it was amazing. And immediately they're like, what do you want to hear? Yeah. (laughs) And people started requesting like, some deep cuts yeah. of, of the Roses' uh backlist, which was hilarious because they would have to convene and be like, what are the chords? What yeah. were the lyrics? Like, it was hilarious. And for a it lot- It was so
1: fun to watch. And I'll post some clips of this because yeah. I recorded some of their conversations. Because yeah. for
2: a lot of them, they only did like a verse.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: which I thought was spectacular. Like, we're gonna it. We're going to do what we know yeah. and then we're going to move on to the next song just so you get to hear a little bit of it. It was fun. It was funny because yeah. they- Totally had. To, I mean, at one point, Wu Sung just gave the t- guitar back to Jae Young. and was like, I, I don't know. The, I don't know the chords. Jae Young <laughs> this has this to for do you. it. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> this was and this was really special too because um I think that uh, having again having gone to so many gigs over the decades, I think that in a Western uh, uh, audience of Western musicians in the United States, most if if they were taking requests, it would be for their big hit songs, right. And you wouldn't get a lot of requests for deep cuts. And that I think that's another thing I love about um, uh, fans of groups from the Korean music industry. It was just that they they know the discography. Right. They're dedicated and they care enough to really pay attention to the lyrics, the meaning, learn the songs, sing along with
2: the artists, hype them up, and all of that. It makes the show so enjoyable. So before the show, because like I said, I'm, I'm new to The Rose... I didn't have a bias yet. I was like, this is my time. This I was need- your sorting hat moment. <laughs> <laughs> this was my sorting hat moment. Because um, who's your bias? Dojin. Dojoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dojin. And who's your bias wrecker? Jaehyun. Okay.
1: <laughs> I love, uh, they're all my bias yes, wrecker. of course. Of course. But, of course. They're,
2: yes. they're all amazing. Yes. But like, I, I didn't know, you know, what I was in for. And yeah. let me just say, <laughs> Sung walks out with a baseball hat pulled down over his beautiful mullet and over his beautiful eyes. A t-shirt and sequin jeans, sequin low-slung jeans, and I was a goner before he even started. And I was like, my bias. And then it wasn't until this morning, which we'll get to in a little bit, or not this morning. We weren't really up in the morning. I mean, it was maybe 11. We started watching some stuff online. It wasn't until we watched Heel Project. On YouTube, mm. their documentary that I was like, yeah, Jay Hunk's my bias rocker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 And I'm I'm having a bias rocker episode
1: for Hajun, and I want to say drummers always get the short end of the stick on yeah. this kind of stuff because they're not as visible. And so please follow his Instagram. He posts absolutely beautiful pictures of himself sometimes, and he has the loveliest voice. He and does. I have already posted to afternoon army a clip of him singing childhood and we'll talk more about that later yeah um and uh so yeah so i think i have a bias and three bias records so it was just it's <laughs> that's easy okay to do with that's them. okay yeah. it's a small it's a small yeah, band we can do is. that yeah
2: okay so what was your favorite song that you heard live last night oh gosh
1: it had to be childhood just because that performance was so special and emotional those s- Sweet and powerful vocals from Jaehyung and Hajun was something I've never been able to hear before, and um, they just kind of left it all on the floor. And Dojun was just sitting under the drum set playing acoustic guitar, and it was just
0: I don't know. It was it was it was, it was
1: very special. It was uh, something we may never see again. I don't know. Yeah, and then other than that, I would say it was the second time they've ever performed alive because that's a new song of theirs. And that song is so edgy and unhinged. Um, if you haven't heard it yet, you've got to hear the part where Dojun just goes off on the synthesizer. We'll,
2: we'll put, we'll put a link to the video in the show notes because you have to watch the video. Yeah. Like, I could
1: feel it in my spine. Like it's yeah. so crazy energetic and wow. So that, that part, I saw it at the previous night at Lollapalooza and it blew my freaking mind. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. she, so like, cause yesterday morning, she's like, you have to, so she showed me the video for live and I was like, well, damn, like, that might be my favorite song, but, and, and it, it is one of my tops, but their other new song, Back to Me, Ugh. hearing that one live, I lost my mind. Like it that is song such is an meant anthem. to be done live. Oh. It really is. Like watch the video for that one. It's great, but it's a little bit more subdued as a music video, I think, than yeah. seeing it live. And that's I, probably one of my top songs ever in all of the songs in all of the world. So <laughs> yeah,
1: it is a big, big song yeah incredible they're incredible songwriters and performers
2: yes i I don't understand how they like we were talking about this yesterday like the production of music i don't i can't wrap my head around that like what goes into that and i'm so in awe of everything that they put together it's it's amazing so as far as their set list last night like there is no official set list right so we tried figuring it out based on the (laughs) Videos. videos that we took and then just basically looking at like a list of their discography so that we could figure out, wait, did they play this? Like, so, yeah, because some of the really deep cuts were, like, I've, I've heard all
1: of the songs, but I wasn't as knowledgeable about some of um, the really, really o- old songs from the very beginning. Uh, and so, yeah, I didn't know always know the title of it and things right. like that. So we had to look through. And I also didn't take clips of every song. So we'll have to wait for someone to post that maybe on right reddit or or on the rosarium so that we can get
2: the full list my favorite song going into the show last night was cure and so i was really excited that they opened with that like they opened with that and then they made the announcement that it was going to be requests only after that so that was super fun because they opened with cure at lala too didn't they uh yes yeah i think they did yeah so that's mm-hmm. like their opening show which is super fun mm-hmm. That's one of their favorite songs, songs. sorry so yeah excited. um
1: all right what else they've done uh <laughs> we'll just give a quick run through and this is not comprehensive okay and not in order they did Cure, they did Candy, She's in the Rain, which is a total crowd favorite, yes. so the audience was just flipping out. Uh Baby, oh, that is such a... Oh, what a great song. Uh, I Don't Know, uh, Yes... Uh, which is from Heal. And that was the song where they, they tossed a, out. roses. Yeah. They've been doing yeah. this now where they're tossing roses out into the audience. Fans really love it. Uh, they did red. They did childhood, which we've talked about. They did beautiful girl. That's a deep cut. And um, that you get to hear a little rapping going on from and That was so fun. High. That was so much fun. Take me down. Um, ILY. I love you shift. Sour. Uh, back to me. Alive. And there were a few others in there, which um, again, later on, we'll be able to share the full list.
2: Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Like I I still, if you haven't immersed yourself in the K-pop world yet, it might sound contrived to say like it was a life-changing experience.
1: But it was. But it
2: was. It It was. was. I am so in love with this band. I am so in love with the K-pop community. You know, if I had... (laughs) The time and the means to do it. I would just want to travel around going to shows, mm-hmm. which Tanya does, which I think is awesome. And I, and I did, like I went to California for sugar for August D, but like I was talking about this last night, like back in our day, <laughs>
1: back in our time, <laughs> back in our
2: time when we were just youngins coming yeah. up in the world, people didn't usually follow bands around unless it was like the Grateful Dead, like that really mm-hmm. wasn't a thing. And, I, and then people started doing it with like Dave Matthews band, you know, later in the 90s and the early 2000s and stuff. And now I totally get it. Yeah. and Because it is a thing now. People, like, you go to a K-pop show, much of the audience is not from where that show is. Right. We have to travel. Yeah. Uh,
1: especially because there's often so few shows in, in so few locations, usually where there's a big yeah. Korean diaspora community. Um, like, I, I live in Kansas City, and I have to usually drive 8 to 10 hours to go to a show. yeah because they don't come to Kansas City, except unless they're a really, really small act. So it takes a lot of, <laughs> yeah, you, it takes money, yeah, uh, which not everybody has. And so that's a privilege thing. It is. Uh,
2: and time, yeah, too, like to be able time, to take that time. Yeah. But we, I mean, we were laughing because, like, we were talking about it last night. We're like, when we were younger, if somebody didn't come to your town, you were just like, oh, shit, I can't Shoot. see him. <laughs> I'm not going to get to see so-and-so. Right. Yeah. Right. Not Very like that now. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it, and obviously driving is, is easier than flying and, and a little bit more, you know, cost effective, but, uh, it's worth it if you're able to it's do it. it. Yeah. If you're able to find the rose somewhere near you. Yeah. I'm telling you, you will not regret what it takes to get there if you can make it happen.
1: Yeah. And they are about to go on tour again. Mm-hmm. Um, in North America, they haven't announced the Asia and other, places, uh, Europe and other places, tour dates yet, but they've announced the North American tour dates. And that'll be, I think it starts in October, maybe late September. I can't remember where it's where it starts. Um, I'm seeing them in Denver in October. If any of you are going, let me know. So yeah, so look for that. Their new album is titled, it's not out yet. It's titled Dual D-U-A-L, like duality. And that'll be out uh, just before the tour starts, I'm sure. And um, yeah, like Amy said, It may be a hassle to get to the show, but if you can afford it and if you can do it, um, you will not regret it. And um, I know a lot of our Afternoon Army listeners have written in to say, you know, I really want to see BTS or The Rose or another group, but I'm a little anxious about going by myself. Uh, You know, will the other fans be friendly? Um, And if I am, especially if, if any of you are also older fans like we are. Uh, you know, not the standard, like in your twenties or whatever. Um, uh, will I be welcome? Will I feel weird if I'm there? You will be welcome. K-pop crowds are a different breed Absolutely. and you will find your, you will make friends. Like I described earlier with the people next to you in line. So chat people up. Um, you can also meet up with other fans who are going. If you look at, um, the Rose has an app called the Rosarium they just launched in preparation for this new album and tour and there's a community board on there like anything online just exercise normal caution when you're corresponding with strangers meet up safely um but you know you can just meet in line or for coffee or something and i've gone to concerts with and made new friends that way and it's really lovely just you know use your ordinary caution
2: and and all that yeah, Tanya's a rock star. She went to Lollapalooza by herself, which, <laughs> well, I had to be at work all day. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot
1: more fun with friends. Last year I went to see J-Hope, and, which was my, the, I would say of the two concerts, if I had to pick two that were life-changing, of all the gigs I've seen since the 1980s, it was J-Hope last year at Lollapalooza and now this after show, and it's just seeing The Rose at Lollapalooza in general. Um, are the one, the two shows that have meant the most to me in my life. And I've seen a lot of big groups, yeah. Yeah. big and small. A yeah. lot of
2: shows, a lot of great Same. shows. Same, amazing. But these are the two. Uh, and if you want... And Yoongi. Also. And, and Yoongi, Yoongi, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get to know the Rose a little bit before seeing them and make an emotional connection to them... I highly recommend what Tanya and I did to decompress this morning. She had already watched The Heal Project, which is their four-part documentary on YouTube. Mm. She'd already watched it, but she was kind enough to re-watch it with me. <laughs> I'm sure it was such it didn't a chore. It didn't yeah, yeah, it didn't hurt at all. I got a around a bit. I cried a little bit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, me too. So, so good. And, that, and that's when Jay Young became my, my bias rocker because I just, I love and adore him mm-hmm. and want all the good things for him. But yeah, I just, I can't say enough good about this group about this experience we are still recovering Mm -hmm. we haven't left the couch this morning (laughs) i slept the latest i've slept in a long time but that was because i didn't go to bed till almost 4 a.m um and we're about to go eat some poke bowls to decompress on the couch a little bit more and probably watch some more content on youtube amy and i are new friends we
1: became friends this year going to shows together and, uh, but I feel like I know your couch a little better than you. <laughs>
2: funny. She even has her spot on I have the couch, a spot which is now. perfect, which I, you know, I won't tell it's my daughter's spot, but she's uh, not home this afternoon. Sorry, she's so not going to be home until later this evening. So it is all good. Oh. It's funny because I'm sitting in my spot, which when I'm not home, my daughter always steals because it is the ideal, like the best spot for the TV and all that fun <laughs> stuff. So yeah, I mean, thank you all for coming with us on this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Tanya, for, dragging me uh, it was not a drag at all but i'm joking but like for getting me into this and getting me out of my comfort zone right because i was not going to go see Gi because i initially was going to see it with somebody mm-hmm. who ended up not being able to go and i had this extra ticket for august d in chicago and tanya's like i'll fly and i'll go with you i was like what because i'm mm-hmm. i'm not I'm not as confident yet to do it alone. Now that I've gone, I could. Because now that I know what the community is like, yeah. I would have no problem. Like I went and saw Yet to Come in the movie theater by myself because I needed to. I couldn't yeah. find anybody to go with me. There was nobody else in the theater. So it was not the experience that I wanted to have, but I still was so happy that I did it. Yeah. Um, and now that I've been to... You know, I've, I've seen Yugi twice. I've seen The Rose. I've been to some K-pop shows. I know now that if I went alone, I would be 100% embraced. But having said that, I thank you for being my partner Yay! and getting me into this. And it uh... is, yes, it's if you have someone you can share it with, absolutely. It's, it's a joy. But mm-hmm. it'll be a joy if you go on your own as well. Thank you for being my partner in crime. It's been <laughs> so fun to,
1: you know, you'll... You'll meet people, you'll get to uh, meet new friends, you can deepen friendships like we are doing with friends that you may have gone to one or two shows with before. I have a friend down in Dallas who I met at a show uh, a little over a year ago and we've been starting to go to shows together we keep in touch online um and uh yeah you will you'll make real f- friends you know and on, uh, like leah always says online friends are also real friends absolutely but those friendships will sometimes blossom into in-person friendships and that is a beautiful thing um as we often say um on afternoon army like the and like the rose says bts says this too music is healing absolutely. Um, and as a person in my early fifties, I never thought I would have the kinds of peak experiences that you have in high school or college. Yes, um, making friends so easily, forming intense and meaningful friendships, especially for those of us who are female fans with other women, but with with all kinds of people, and. Having music recentered in life um, and performing its healing function and bringing joy, um, I never th- knew I could feel that way again, and so that's that's been uh, a real uh, miracle.
2: I would mm-hmm. say it's because of K-pop and K-dramas that I have made some of the most meaningful friendships mm-hmm. in my life so far. Yeah.
1: And sure. I want to thank you too. I wouldn't be here doing this thing, feeling this joy, enjoying music like this again, making these all these friends if not for Afternoon Delight because when I got into K-dramas during the pandemic, I started
2: listening to you all and that's how um all of this started. Yeah. That's how we all connected. So, and now now yeah. now look, we're sister podcasts. Mm-hmm. Sister podcasting together right now. That's amazing. And how do you guys sign off for Afternoon Army? We say Borahe. Okay. <laughs> so yes. from me, I will say from Afternoon to Delight, Anyang uh-huh. to you all
1: and for you. And from Afternoon to Army, Borahe, which means I purple you. It's something that BTS says. Uh, that means uh, to say it loosely, to have a,
2: a long and lasting and trusting friendship. <laughs> so yay. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this little snack and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Steve.
0: Can't get enough of BTS? Cool. Neither can we. So between shows, why don't you hop on over to at Afternoon Army on Instagram and join the conversation. Want to support us as a newer podcast hitting the scene? Great. Share the love by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And last, but certainly not least, don't forget to check out the other pod in our network, Afternoona Delight. K-drama deep dives from three romance authors, with new episodes dropping every Wednesday.